0: Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. I'm your host Ben Wilson. You are in store for an amazing episode. We interviewed Rachel Carmen, who is a speaker, author, and most importantly, a homeschool mom. We hope it's encouraging. So here's my dad, Todd Wilson. Okay. Well, you know, first Rachel, I should say Ben didn't know what to call you. If he's supposed to say, <laughs> I was like "Mrs. Carmen. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Isn't that weird? You grow up and the people that you used to say Mr. and Mrs. to, suddenly you are you have permission to call them by their first name.
0: Hopefully I, totally I do. If not, I, I will know, gladly I call you Mrs. Carmen. <laughs> I
1: can't.
0: I'm not going to call that little old lady down in church Mrs. Marianne Teeple. I'm not going to call her. But
1: I know, right? I can't do it either. I just can't yeah. bring myself to
0: well, Rachel, we're glad to have you with us. Um, just a little introduction on my side. Uh, that, you know, you're know, you a, a writer, a speaker, you speak at homeschool conferences and events. Uh, you're uh, a homeschool mom of lots of years and together with your husband, what's his name? You run Apologia, <laughs> no, his name is Davis, I knew that. Um, um, but uh, you uh, run Apologia, which, uh, probably everybody's familiar with, but it's a curriculum and a resource decidedly Christian um, uh, and to help our children and to us to defend our faith. So Rachel, it is good to have you with us finally.
1: I know, right? We really fought hard to actually make this happen tonight. So let's celebrate it. Let's make it good, Todd.
0: Yeah, well, we were trying to connect and Rachel was like, all I hear is dripping water. (laughs) water." (laughs) And then I think I heard it later. So I don't know. (laughs) I don't You'll know.
1: hear it tonight in your sleep, Doug. And
0: I probably will. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and your family.
1: So I guess um, this is our 23rd year of homeschooling, which is absolutely a miracle. So for all of you out there who are just trying to keep your head above water like two or three weeks in, I totally get it. This was not the journey that I thought I wanted to do. This was an act of God. And I'm so, 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 so grateful. I've learned so much. God has been incredibly faithful as he always is. Um, We have seven children. I have five high school graduates. So I'm on the downside of forever. I have two teenage boys at home now. Todd was commenting a minute ago, how hard can that be? But I'm here to tell you,
0: two
1: teenage boys can make up. I mean, they can seem like 20 teenage boys sometimes, but it's great, it's a great, been a great adventure and i'm so grateful for all that i've learned and all of god continues to teach so yeah
0: well uh, now I, I know a little bit about your journey because i've heard your husband davis talk about it but you it, you didn't go into it like that wasn't your plan right off the bat um how did no. you get into homeschooling
1: yeah well yeah well no i didn't want to do it at all i mean that was something for other people right people that were more organized and more patient which I wanna meet that person, Todd. I don't know if you met the most, the the organized, the patient person who should be homeschooling. Have you ever met that person?
0: Well, I'll tell you what, she doesn't live in my house.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, she does not live here either, so there you go.
0: Um,
1: no, really, I just felt like that that was great for someone other than me. And then a whole, you know, it's a whole, it's a whole presentation that we do, but through a series of God-ordained circumstances, um, we were faced with what were we going to do with our son on Monday? And my husband, I really believe this, the Holy Spirit spoke through my husband and I was willing to do a second mortgage on the house. I was willing to do just about anything. Homeschooling was not one of my options. And Davis just said to me, he just he just said, well, what about homeschooling? And I was like, oh, yeah, great. You get to go to work all day and I get stuck with the kids. That sounds (laughs) fabulous. Mm. but then he said, well, it just seems to me, we've been praying for his teacher all year. Maybe we've been praying for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm just here to tell you, Todd, I was speechless, which you know me well enough to know that that says something <laughs> for me to be speechless. That's that's remarkable. And so we thought that first year, we thought we well, can't mess up kindergarten, right? How hard can this be? A apple ash, surely I can handle that. But through the course of the year, God moved in amazing ways. And this kid that I didn't really know and really wasn't very invested in because I was planning on putting him on a bus, our relationship began to grow and we got to see God move. And I had a chance on a daily basis to die to myself, which may sound like a huge negative thing, but it was a glorious thing that I think. We don't all just say, oh, yeah, I want to die to myself today. (laughs) But God is gracious to give us those opportunities. And it it just started our path and our journey. And again, I'm just so grateful.
0: Well, you know, uh, because this is kind of as people listen to it, not tonight, but uh, as they listen to the podcast, it's kind of midweek, you know, and again, tired. I get a lot of emails. Moms who are in tears. Yeah, yeah. You know, just as you sit back and you've got your, and you always have a big cup of coffee with you. Um, yeah. You have your big cup of coffee, you know, and and you're relaxing. Maybe your kids aren't right with you. Um, yeah. When you look back, what do you enjoy most about homeschooling?
1: Wow. Um, you know, it's funny because it's, it's, I'm a grandmother now, so I have two grandkids. And. I, I'm getting I'm getting that age, Todd, where I'm getting sentimental, right? So when okay. I look back on homeschooling, I miss the sofa. I miss mm. the days, Todd, when we all piled on the sofa and we were reading some amazing classic children's book, whether it was Goodnight Moon or Blueberries for Sal or, you know, mm. when they got older, when we read um, uh, A Tale of Two Cities Together or To Kill. I mean, all of the times that we sat on the sofa, all snuggled together. It's funny, we were cleaning out the sofa the other day and I think I could feed a small country with the crows. <laughs> right, <you know>? right.
0: <laughs>
1: I loved that. I loved that. Um, I loved the laughter that filled our house um, and the conflict. I mean, we had, I mean, you can't have as many people we've had our houses and not have conflict and heated debate and all of just the life that was in our house. That's right. what I've really loved about it um, mm. and enjoy and look back on and just reminisce and smile about. That's what I really, really loved about it.
0: Because I assume, cause you only have two teenagers now at home yeah. that it does get quieter and even the conflicts are quieter and all the arguments quieter.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's new and, and you're experiencing this too. It's, it has its own challenges. If you're a mom out there and you know, you're, you're the tallest one among all of your kids, right? And um, I call it the trench period of time when you're like no one can buckle themselves in, and no one can make a peanut right. butter and jelly sandwich, and nobody can can really do anything. You're really the only person that can do anything, and you've got all that you're surrounded by all of these littles, and you long to be where I am now. You just think, okay, Rachel. I hear you reminisce, but i got to tell you, only having two at home sounds glorious. It's This house echoes, and it's not because of the size of my house. It echoes because we're missing a lot of people, and um, it's hard. And that,
0: and that trench period really is, you think when you're in it, you think it's going to last forever, but yeah. it goes by really quick.
1: You know, and everybody tells you that and you just wanna say, Liar. <laughs> That's not true. I mean it just it does. It I used to say the days are long and the nights are short. And yeah. and unless someone's throwing up and then they're long. <laughs> uh, but
0: Which is it, often actually. It
1: is, it right. is. Or the yeah. night terrors or the right. train. Yeah. you know, you've gotta yeah. change the sheets. I mean, it just seems like it is so hard, but I'm here to tell you no regrets. Mm. No, no, no regrets. I mean, as intense, you know, on this side of it, so grateful. And I'll tell you, we're looking at the holidays, um, and we get to have everybody here, um, mm. for Thanksgiving. So I am just thrilled, but to sit around and I'm sure you, you and Debbie get the same blessing to sit around and just listen, just push back from the table and listen to your kids tell stories of, do you remember when? Is there anything better than that, Todd? Nothing I
0: mean, better. Nothing it's
1: better. And yes. And they have memories that I don't remember. They'll remember books that we read or things that, that real funny stories are the ones that Davis took me on a date and we left all the Banshees here oh, alone man. together. You know, it's now coming out <laughs> what actually happened. When-
0: <laughs> but
1: there's nothing that comes close to, seeing their relationships with each other having grown and continuing to mature and to flourish. There's just, there's nothing like that.
0: Well, what about, what about, what about in those trench years or, or even now? I mean, the hard, I mean, even though, as we were talking, uh, two children at home, you think, Oh, it's gotta be easier, but it's still hard. What are the, what are the hardest parts of homeschooling for you? So, um,
1: I am um, in my flesh at my worst moments. I really like everything just so. I am not naturally flexible. Um, I like things neat and organized. And just for the record, I married neat and organized. You you (laughs) did,
0: for the record. (laughs) Uh, Yeah,
1: Yeah. we were perfect. You know, (laughs) he has his things all organized. I have my things all organized. And then we went and had kids. Who, by the way, are not naturally organized. Right. Um, be learning to breathe and learning to let things go that really don't matter. Um, that has been I mean, it's it, to someone who's laid back and that's not a big deal to it's just sort of like, seriously, that's as hard as it is.
0: So, so when you think when you say to let things go, what kind of things are you saying to let go?
1: Okay, so like in the early days, I had to be brutally honest. So I'm talking about not having the kitchen, you know, swept and mopped, and all the dishes put away and everything before we could start school. I had to learn that it was okay to have some things in the sink and it was okay if the floor had a sticky spot. It, it, those things didn't need to take priority over mm-hmm. snuggling over the sofa, nor did I need to, to shame a child which would have been very easy to do for spilling orange juice or for not folding the towels. Perfect. If you've been to my session, I do on obsessive compulsive perfectionist control freaks. I talk about how
0: <laughs> yeah, you know,
1: there's a, there's a talk we all need to attend.
0: All i right, talk about right. how my
1: son was folding the kitchen towels one time and he wasn't doing it correctly because I really thought that there was a correct way. Hmm. So, um, for me, it's been a journey of letting things go, laughing about things, um, leaning into the moment, learning to breathe and not hold my breath, learning not to panic and and to pray. I mean, I'm, I get that that sounds trite, but I've really learned the verse in scripture that says pray without ceasing. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're a homeschool mom, you you live that, right? You pray for yourself, Lord, give me patience. Uh, you pray for discernment when there's a conflict, please. Okay, who's lying? You know, you're just constantly those kind of things, but really just letting go of me and what I thought everything had to be.
0: Well, what about like, um, you know, you don't have to name any names unless you want to, but, um, <laughs> um, but, you know, we all have those children that we kind of, because I even got an email today about, you know, that, that, that child. Yeah. That kind of. You, you do this with you run into that, that wall and it just feels like it's a conflict every day from yeah. the moment you wake up till you go to bed, you yeah. know, over little things. Um, yeah. uh, you know, ha- I I don't know if you've had that or, uh, what do you do with that?
1: You know, God was so gracious and kind to me that I had that child first. <laughs>
0: <That's fair.
1: laughs> and then I still had kids after that. That's what the miracle is. Um, no. I mean, if I said white, he said black. If I said up, he said down. If I said don't touch that, he went over and laid his hands on it. You know. Um,
0: yeah. I mean. So it's a temptation because, you know, again, I, I got an email today that says, you know, I just feel like maybe it would be better off for all of us if I just put him in school.
1: Yeah. You know what? And this is what I say. I, I, I talk about this at, at conferences. I say that child is the one you want to put on the bus, but that child is exactly the reason you should mm, go to
0: school. Amen. Amen. I,
1: I really believe that. <laughs> because so why? Family, why? Well, for a couple of reasons. One is a family is defined by how it handles its weakest link. And so your weakest link is, can be a physical disability, a mental disability, a, a intellectual. Um, it can be an emotional disability. It can be a behavioral. It can be... Um, the way they're wired. How do we handle difference? How do we handle controversy? How do we handle whatever your other kids are watching what you do with that kid? And if we really believe Todd, what the Bible teaches and the Bible teaches that children are a blessing from the hand of God and not just some of them, right? Not just the compliant ones who do what we want them to (laughs) Um, not the ones that say, yes, father, what can I do to serve you now? You know, not that that's not, but the ones that defy us, those are also a blessing. So I think we have an opportunity to look at those kids differently. instead of looking at them as the problem, look at them as an opportunity to see how might God be glorified uniquely in their life.
0: And how do you do that like in homeschooling? I mean because again I know some moms you know maybe it's not the orderliness of their day like you were talking about that you had to let some of those things go. Sometimes you even have to let the school part go a little bit. Oh, yeah, definitely. That as you're interacting with that child, because I know, again, some moms just, they see their day and, you know, the conflict starts, but they just keep pushing, 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 or they go really late at night, you know, because they didn't, they drug their feet, so we have to go after dinner. Yeah, Uh, no.
1: You know what? You're not getting anything done after dinner. I mean, you're just, you're just not. And And I can tell you this, and I... I mean, listen. Really, listen to me. I, I, I had a, I knew a woman. I, I don't. I don't mean to be rude and not calling her friend, but it. She was someone who came to me and asked me. She was, sobbing on the phone when she called, and um, it was like five thirty. I mean, I'm making dinner, and she's. And I said, "What is the deal?" And she said, "It's five thirty, and we haven't finished school." <laughs> I, said, I said, "You know." And I just, you know, like, humor me. What were you trying to do? Today? You know, what help me understand how's your day gone today. And she starts listing off, you know, she was trying to do German and grammar and <laughs> oh, yeah. spelling and math. And, I mean, she goes to this list that, you know, sounds like a list you might attempt at the Ph.D. level. Oh, you're <laughs> undergrad.
0: You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's like first now, what grade material. You know? for
1: high what her kids were pre-K <laughs> first and third grade. Oh my word. And I was just like, "Oh, honey, honey, you got to downshift, right?" Um I really think what we need to remember is we've got to prioritize the relationships. Mm-hmm. And the first relationship we want to set for our children is that they honor God in word and deed. That's got to be the top priority. And that manifests itself right in how they honor mom and dad, how they treat their siblings and frankly, how they approach the opportunities that God gives them every day, like homeschooling. Um, so that is that resp- those relationships are first. Second is how they honor mom and dad. And then third, how they deal with their siblings. You know, that means that the top three relationships, the top priority, there's not academics in there. And you can say that relationships are the priority all day, but if you neglect to actually act on that priority, then your kids are going to hear that the, the math is really what matters. So example is, you know, you're, we had this just today. Yeah. This is not our home is not, you know, sweet, sweetness and peace all the time. Just let's just dispel that myth. Um, so the boys were working on Latin today. <clears throat> And, you know, a conflict broke out. He 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 was looking at me or what, you know, so you didn't pronounce that correctly. Oh, well, yes, I did. Well, no, you didn't. And it's just like somewhere in there, the Latin pronunciation gets lost. And then it's just arrogance and pride and all of that junk. So it's tempting to say, okay, you go over and sit on the sofa and finish your lesson and you go over here, right? That's the temptation. But if relationships are really the what I want to, To get to the heart of while they're here, then I say, okay, close your Latin, because this because it's not about the Latin, right? And I say, guys, what's at the heart of this? And we talk, we we unpack the conflict. We don't try to focus on the Latin. So I I really think that what you what we've got to remember on this journey is to prioritize the relationships. The academics follow the relationships really.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And when we, when we're just pushing, 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 you gotta know when to step away. And I gotta tell you, if you've got littles, they need to get outside and run around. They, Mm -hmm. you don't need to be pushing elementary till two or three in the afternoon. I, you know, I was always say, I would just kick the kids out of the house at least by noon or one. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes with a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in their back pocket, but they need to go and run. You don't need to just sit in in the house all the time and do worksheets.
0: Yeah, and don't you think though, and maybe a uh indicator uh is that because 'cause I'm hearing even kids who are saying to their parents, you know, well, either I I hate homeschooling or I hate you. Sure. And yet we still continue. Well, I don't care, you're gonna get your math done, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And uh we, we have lost sight of that relationship. We really have.
1: And I hate is actually a four-letter word here at our house. Mm-hmm. It's not a word that my kids are allowed to use um, towards anything. I don't think, um, certainly not a person, right? right. That right. That's, an, that's an offense to God. Uh, Jesus mm-hmm. spoke directly to that issue. Um, and plus, the word hate is never passive. Like, love is never passive. You know, in the in mm-hmm. scriptures it said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments so that that implies a direct activity is as an outplay of love. Well, Jesus speaks to, you know, if you hate then you're like you've murdered someone in your heart. Mm. So hate is not a word that we take lightly around here, but even when it comes to homeschooling or specific subjects, hating an opportunity that God has given you, whether it's reading the scarlet letter, it's diagramming a sentence, it's doing your algebra, Those are all opportunities that God has laid out before you. But I think, Todd, it begins with us, right? It's the parents. Um, So my least favorite (laughs) um, household responsibility is the mother of four sons was cleaning toilets um, because uh, they had aim issues. And um, it's really easy, right, to just resent and gripe you know when it was time to do that well my kids are watching me my mm-hmm. kids are watching how i approach the responsibilities that god has given me the opportunities that i have every day as a mom to serve my family and so how we approach whatever god gives us todd how you approach your responsibilities with the father cleaning out the rv right maybe getting it ready for the end of the season or the beginning of the season How we approach all the different things or whatever is your least favorite thing to do. Maybe it's um, cleaning off everybody's boots after a winter storm. I I don't know what it is. Uh, Shoveling snow. I mean, I don't know. But whatever it is, our kids are watching. How do we honor God with our attitude? Um, because, again, it attitude, relationships, these are the things that really matter ahead of anything academic that we perceive.
0: Mm. So what do you want your children, you know, as you have older children now and, and they're going to get older yet, you know, when... when but I'm
1: not going to get older, right, but You're
0: But you're not.
1: Come on. Come on. No. Okay. <laughs>
0: when they put you on that ice blow and, <laughs> and they're reminiscing, what do you want them to think about homeschooling? Um... Or their time with you homeschooling at your house?
1: I want them to have remembered the joy of learning. Mm. Um, I want them to have remembered how we were willing to consider and chase their questions and their curiosity. That all of that was welcome. That discussion was welcome. Mm. Um, I want them to remember How we handled conflict—that we weren't afraid of it. I want them to remember lots of times that we laughed around the dinner table until we cried. Mm. Um, I want them to remember snuggling on the sofa. I want them to to remember the stupid things we tried but absolutely failed at. Maybe the book that we started—and I won't name any titles here—but I think every homeschool, if you're a read aloud homeschool, you have at least one or two books that you started and you just (laughs) miserably failed. I mean, just for whatever reason, it just, it never, it just never went. Um, And I want them to want to come back home. I want them to recreate Mm. what we had here better than we did here, Mm. but I want them to want to come home and I want them to be able, I want them to want to do again what we did here for their kids you know to pay it forward kind of right right
0: so what would you say to the mom who's you know wavering she's tired um she's feel like she's falling apart and she's ready to toss in the towel
1: yeah don't (laughs) (laughs) don't i mean just don't um persevere dig your heels in fight for this it is worth fighting for Mm. don't give in to the culture that says it has to be easy quick and fun in order to continue on. Um, Easy homeschool is never gonna be. Honoring God, doing the right thing, I don't think it's ever easy. Um, Fun, there are moments of great levity and enjoyment in homeschooling, but you gotta fight through a lot to get there. Mm -hmm. Um, And one of the things you fight through is the personal discipline and the discipline of your children. But fighting through that is just so priceless. And just the opportunity that God gives you, the things that he shows off to you, I would just say fight it out. D- Determine to fight. Give, give it a big hug. You're going to be tired, right? Um, it's going to seem hard. Um, make sure you keep in touch with people like Todd who will actually answer your, your questions. And I'm happy to answer your questions on Facebook. Engage with people further down the path who want to encourage you and want to help you. Um, don't try to do this alone, and keep your eyes on Jesus, mm. uh, because you can. You really, really can. Um, well, you—you've
0: you kind of already given us a little clue, but tell us a little bit about, about how you know the moms might get a hold of you. Um, you may maybe your ministry outside, you know, family, and uh, tell us a little bit about apology in case uh, someone doesn't know about it.
1: Yeah, so Apologia is the number one science and Bible curriculum for homeschool families. Like you said, um, definitively Christian worldview, and we are here to serve you. We do science K through 12. We do Bible K through 6, 8, depending um, if you're doing one book on se- with several kids, it could go all the way to 8, and some high school resources also. Um, you can find us at Apologia.com, and we have a Facebook presence, and we do um, all kinds of free events and giveaways. And we want to engage with you. We answer your questions and then I'm available at rachelcarmen.com. I blog and I, on Facebook at Rachel Carmen. I also do every Tuesday I do Facebook live. So tomorrow at four, I'll be doing a Facebook live. Um, every Tuesday is what about that child? So I'll entertain questions. We talk about how to motivate that child, how to get that child organized. How to love that child when um, uh, you love them, but you don't like them. So, how do you? I mean, I don't know how not to be honest about it. And how mm. do you get over that? How do you really embrace them? Mm-hmm. And so, that's an ongoing discussion. And then, obviously, you can private message me. It is my delight and my honor to prayerfully um, respond. It's always very humbling, don't you think, Todd? Oh, yeah. Send you something and you yeah, can. Yeah. You can feel the gravity and the weight of where they are, because um, it wasn't that long ago. I was that desperate mom, and I can tell you people that I reached out to. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's I. I want to encourage you to keep on keeping on. So that's why I'm here.
0: Well, thanks for joining us. Don't try to get a hold of her through Skype. It, it won't work. <laughs> <laughs> so, Unless you, know. you just
1: want to annoy me with dripping water.
0: That's, <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's
1: all we had. Thank well, you.
0: Thanks for joining us, and your Uh, You're amazing. So thanks.
1: Well, thank you, Todd. You're an inspiration. Have a good evening.
0: Thanks for listening and join us again next week for another fun and encouraging episode. If you would like to reach out to Rachel, you can visit her website at rachelcarman.com. Also, for more weekly encouragement, you can also sign up for our weekly newsletter at thesmilinghomeschooler.com. Have a great week. And as always, keep smiling. Do you have any suggestions? And this is just to dad and you, but um, managing husband and homeschooling, uh, you know, time wise.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. We always, Todd, how did y'all do that? We tried to get a date pretty regularly. Here's what
0: I would say forget about homeschooling and give all you can to your husband.
1: <laughs> there you go. There's the answer you
0: need to post. <laughs> I'm okay with that.
1: Yeah, I think you have to prioritize it, though. I mean, I think a lot of moms homeschooling sort of takes over everything, and I, I don't think that that's right.
0: Right. For sure. It ends badly. I mean, it, it really does. does. I mean, in fact, there and, and we're going to talk about it later, another uh, episode. Uh, what you end up getting is a husband who hates homeschooling. Yeah. Uh, and he res- he'll resent your children. Yeah. Because he wants you to love him more than you love even the dog. You that's know? right there you go there <laughs> because your husband hates your dog is because you're not treating him better than the dog yeah uh, but yeah, yeah. You so. but you know the
1: other part of that is your kids need you to love your husband
0: right, right. more
1: than you love them in the homeschool. and mean, that's
0: a and that's a powerful lesson i mean that are. is that's that's more important than sense diagramming i mean if it you is. think it you're, is you know and and we forget that because yeah. the pressures are so great but uh man if you can get that part done you're way ahead and you you put your kids way ahead Mm -hmm. and they live happily ever after.
1: Yeah I mean I think a lot of people worry well I do yeah worry is the word I want to use they Mm -hmm. worry about who is going to marry their kids and I'm like you know what you have a lot of to say in that and how you're modeling marriage on a daily basis Right. because they're watching you and you have an opportunity to make marriage look amazing and thrilling and to bless your future in-laws even before you meet them, you know, if you're investing in your marriage. So All right. huge, All right. yeah.